Well, hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. Better worship in the local church. Hello. 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 My name's David. Sorry, yeah, I'm Kevin, and my microphone... Keeps my, dropping. Yeah, no, it's my little my little popper stopper. Oh, popper you know? stopper. Yeah, I'm trying to pop, pop screen. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, if you got popped, we're sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyway, so uh, right off the bat here, we're going to get into something new for this year. Right off the bat, we're right uh, one of the one the of the new things we wanted to do with the podcast this year was to kind of get some of the. Uh, some of the songs from listeners out there, people listening to the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast, get them out there on the airwaves, on if the you podcast will. Oh, waves. by the way, oh man, oh what? I got some bad news. Uh oh, got to start off with some bad news before Ooh. we get to that. Okay, I don't, I don't know what this is. Do you do you have any uh, broadcasting legends that you kind of look up to, oh, or any, like any staples in your like? You know, because we're we're kind of doing a form of broadcasting here. We we are. I, I don't and know. So, I mean, there's there's all the, the there's all the evening news anchors, you know, throughout the years. Tom Brokaw and you know Peter Jennings, who you know has has passed away. Uh, well, we are now devoid of one of the all time leading radio broadcasters. Who? Paul Harvey. What did he die? He died over the weekend. Wow, didn't he have like the Paul Harvey show or something? Wasn't that? Well, yeah, he had Paul Harvey commentary. Okay. And then he had the rest of the story, which came like at the end of the day, you know, because wow. he would like share a story and then finish it at the end of the day. Wow. But yeah, he died over the weekend. So no it's kind of, it's sad for me. And because um, I remember especially every Christmas, our family would gather around. He was on the AM, so you know, so my dad would be fiddling, trying to tune in the <laughs> AM station, to, he's right? He's trying to dial it in. And so we're on, and we were we were in uh, Southeast Ohio, which was way far away from any of the actual radio stations. So it was always hard to dial in the AM stations. And so he had, you know, he was always fiddling, trying to dial it in, and we'd always gather around the radio and listen to Paul Harvey read the story of the man and the birds on Christmas Day. And that was your family tradition. And that was one of our family wow. traditions. So, so I heard that today and just was kind of. Oh, and your heart sank. <laughs> yeah, my heart sank because. How, how old was he? I don't know, but he's he had to be not young. But anyway, so he's gone, and Aww. so there's there's that bit of sad news. Anyway. Wow. Well, hey, thanks. Yeah. Hey, thanks for starting <laughs> things off on a downer. Anyway, back to what we were going to start yeah. with, uh, listener and, and submissions. With that. <laughs> we, uh, so want to kind of, you know, use this, this platform that we have to share some of the, the, uh, worship songs that some of you may be writing and singing. And so this week we're going to start off by sharing one of those, one of the, uh, one of our own originals, not mine, but, uh, but mine. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a song that it's a song that I wrote for um for our church and um I actually just did it for the first time on Sunday. If you if you go to our website and if you um if you uh, read our blogs, our weekend reviews, uh, I mentioned it in in it. So um, you can you can go find out more information on the song. Uh, go to worshipministrycatalyst.com. Look for the uh, weekend review section down there at the. Uh, um, the bottom, but yeah, we'll actually, and I think we'll actually do a post of of the song, yeah, so that it'll have its own post, so you can just find the okay, find cool. the post, and it'll be on our blog, on our uh, network, excuse me, 
our social network. Okay, so it'll be yeah, and I didn't know exactly how to put it on. I didn't know if it was a link or a post or whatever. David takes care of all that stuff. <laughs> I just I just show up and record. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's a song. Pastor Mike has been going through this uh, series in the Book of Hebrews, knowing the God who knows you. And uh, this last week he was in Hebrews four, uh, um, kind of the the last half of Hebrews four. And you know I've been reading the Book of Hebrews a lot, and and uh, I've been kind of studying it along with Mike. And this week in particular, I was really struck with uh, this this verse, verse twelve, that, that says, um, you know, the Word of God is is uh, living and active, sharper than any two edged sword. Um, and it goes on to talk about how you know we we've been uh, laid bare and exposed, and and how um, you know just and that imagery just really hit me that idea of uh, of God knowing us um, and and how we know Him through the Word, and so out of that, I kind of wrote this song uh, as a worship song, um, but at the same time it was also a very personal song. Uh, and, and it was a reminder to me, you know, the, the chorus is really simple. Just It just says, um, your word is alive, your gospel is the truth. Uh, you reign over high, all glory to you. Uh, this breath that I breathe, this song that I sing, with all that I am, I worship the king. And, and, and so it was, it was kind of a, a personal uh, response, um, but it was also very appropriate for our church to, uh, to hear that and to kind of engage as we we're going as we're going through the book of Hebrews. So what's the title of the song? Title of the song is Your Word is Alive. And and if you listen to it, you'll hear all these kind of allusions to very classic um Hebrew-esque uh, uh type of, of ideas, you know, a lot of ideas that are in the book of Hebrews like, you know, uh boldly approaching the throne of grace with confidence and and you'll hear other kind of allusions towards uh, you know, this idea of, of uh, looking up, you know, the, the author of Hebrews talks a lot about that. So, yep, the, the song is called Your Word is Alive. And it's not a really great recording because it was just it was just um, a board feed. You know, we just uh, we played the song on Sunday and I just had the guys hit record. Uh, so, you know, you can't really hear the drums. Uh, you know, everything's kind of not exactly in tune and uh, it doesn't sound all that great. So so if you can get past all that, if you can get past with how horrible it sounds, it's actually a good song, I think. Okay, so here it is. Your Word is Alive, Kevin Cruz and the Laurelwood Baptist Church Worship Band. Your gospel's the truth You reign over 
We're back, everybody. We're back. So that was Kevin Cruz and the Laurel Wood Baptist Church Worship Band. Yeah. Singing Your Word is Alive. This gives me a chance to be a DJ like I know. I I know. <laughs> you've, been, you've been listening to. Singing Your Word is Alive. <laughs> so anyway, hey, one of the th- I want to give you one constructive thing right off the bat. I really liked how you came out of the chorus there at the end. At the end of the chorus, you landed like on the four chord, right? Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Instead of going back to the tonic, it's like, hey, it's like, ooh, right? Wow. Well, because what we actually do is songs in the key of A. Uh, so, so the the chorus is really simple. It's just um. It's just one five six four, very standard progression. Uh, so A Sounds E familiar. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait, were we talking about that? No, we we um uh so A E F sharp minor D, and, and uh, so what we do is we in that course we we hang on the D, and then we go to our turnaround, which is is basically just four five four five. But what what I'm actually doing, I'm playing like a uh, I'm technically what I'm doing, I'm playing a, a D major nine. Um, and, and that's why you get that. That that's that's mm. where that kind of thing comes in. It's got kind of a, a keen 
Keenish feel to the song. Keen. Keen. Like, you know the group Keen? No, I actually don't. K E A N E. No. Yeah, it's got kind of that feel to it. Oh. I was re- I'm really I was really wanting to hear the drums though. So I I know yeah there you can barely hear the drums at yeah. all. Um, like I said, kind of just a kind of just a lame board feed off of it. So um, maybe next time I'll try to do like some kind of professional recording. Also, man, you know when I was listening to it in uh, in my car and even on my computer, uh, I just have like just lame tiny little speakers. Um, I was like, oh, you know, this is decent. Then when we put it in your computer, which has like really nice speakers, I'm like, gosh, I need some auto tune on my voice, man. My <laughs> voice was just all over the place. I was oh, like, man. I was like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing because, you know, when when you're doing it live, you know, uh, like there's all the vocal inflections, and then, like I said, when I was just in my car listening to it, I'm like, all right, that's cool. Then, then you actually get like, uh, what do you got? These M Audio speakers here. Yeah, Studio File. Yeah, I mean those are nice speakers, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like I could hear every little nuance in my voice, and I was like, oh gosh, that sounds <laughs> dreadful. Well, so that yeah, was a little embarrassing. don't judge yourself too harshly, all right? Because sure. these are pretty revealing. By the way, just have to give a little uh, shout out about these monitors because I love these things. I mean, yeah, I the, really love the way these things those, sound. They sound and they're great. cheap. It was like 150 bucks. Wow. For for the two speakers and the subwoofer. Wow. No, it sounds really good. It just it just really kind of brought out it really brought out all the uh, subtle. Um, uh, bad parts about the song which reminds me what's the guy's name the lead singer for Coldplay? chris martin yeah he should not sing live on a lot of the songs if he like right if he's gonna dance around like that <laughs> he gotta just lip sync because yeah, did, it's did not we, good did we talk about that the grammys <laughs> I, I don't know but man yeah i heard well, him I, again i think, I think I you like, and i talked about it we, uh, don't sing stop stop we, like, we didn't we didn't actually record it, but we talked about it. Um, uh, Chris Martin performing ugh, at the Grammys, ugh. and uh, yeah, some people Man. just don't have very good live voices. They got studio well, voices. This, that song, you know, he's singing falsetto through half yeah, of the song. Exactly. You can't sing falsetto when you're bouncing around like a like a slinky or something. Yeah, and then that guy on American Idol sang it and just butchered it. Oh man! Did you hear it? No, I don't watch American. I, I only watch American Idol for the first like six episodes when they do auditions. Yeah, that's kind of funny. But see, then I like to actually hear the good music. Okay, <laughs> you <know? laughs> got to redeem. Yeah, redeem well, that first. Because for me, it just gets too tedious. You know, yeah. and, and it actually it, it's that whole time investment. It's the same reason with Facebook, right? Yeah. Same- yeah, but so but see, one of the things it's like it's like a constant reminder that i might not be as good as i think i am yeah so i really just need to keep working on like it things like in, intonation and yeah and just kind of improving my voice which there are some really good singers on this year anyway side note so that was kevin's song right and, and your word th- and is alive thank you for reminding me of, of uh thank you for reminding me of how much work i have to do with my voice <laughs> um no you know I, do you I, have a chart are you willing to put up a chart for sure. people to yeah, use that I can, song. I can email that to you. Um, yeah, so we'll put a chart up on in the post with the song. Re- it's just a real simple... I mean, I pretty much just said the entire song, you know, uh, A, E, F sharp, D on the chorus, and then the um, the turn is just D, E, 4, 5. Uh, if you want to get technical, it's the uh, D major 9. Um, and then the uh, the verse is just A, D, just 1, 4, 1, and 4. And again, if you want to get technical, the... Uh, uh, the verse I'm actually playing at A major seven, and then I go back to that D major nine. So that's the uh, technical specifications. But I will, uh, I'll email you a chart tomorrow, cool. David, so you can get that up there. 
Awesome. So, so let's get into what we're yeah, going to talk about today. Uh, which we are talking about. Kind of, it's kind of a conglomeration of both time management and preparation. Right, right. And speaking of time management, how much time do we have left on this? We have fourteen minutes. Okay, because I, I, I think that song was what like four and a half minutes or something. So. So, hey, we, we don't have much time to talk oh, about no. time management. What are we going to do? We better manage our time wisely. we got to manage it. <laughs> oh, what a clever segue. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, but, um, and this is actually one of the things, you know, that I've, that I'm working on. And we're probably, we probably all, whatever our, uh, whatever our role in the worship ministry is, we all feel this. And it's especially, it's especially apparent at rehearsals, you know? So for me as the worship leader, you know, I come in and, you know, I can't, I haven't been able to get the sound tech to show up early. So I'm still, you know, scrambling, trying to get all the sound stuff to set up that's different for this week. Or if he is there, then I'm trying to help all the other musicians kind of get their stuff set up. And, you know, before I know it, we've lost the first half an hour of our practice time. And so we, then I'm either faced with the choice of just going for that hour, not covering everything that we actually needed to cover, or I have to waste, you know, to go a half hour beyond what I told people. And they've already, you know, kind of scheduled around this hour and a half rehearsal. I have to go beyond that and kind of push into their personal time a little bit. So, so we wanted to talk about you know some of the things that we can do to be prepared for that so that doesn't right. happen. And, and this this kind of all came for me uh, out of our our, um, our year in evaluations, which we talked a lot about. And it, one of the comments was, you know, hey, uh, we don't always do a good job of consistently doing practice of starting on time, ending on time, um, and, and that got me thinking. Wow, you know, maybe I can do a better job of time management maybe i can do a better job of keeping us on track and and even like you were saying making sure things are set up ahead of time but gosh it's uh so much harder than you know it's so much harder to actually do that than to um you know than to talk about it like it, it's much simpler to just say hey we're going to start and end on time, but then, you know. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, I used to do this for my choir rehearsals at my last church. I would I'd basically write up a lesson plan. Hmm. You know, I, I we're going to work on this part of this song for 10 minutes. We'll move on and work on this part of this song for 10 or 15 minutes. We'll work on this whole song for 20 minutes, you know, and I just kind of line out exactly what it is. But I, I haven't ever done that for worship band, and I don't know why, because it's, you know, it's just as... It's just as important, obviously, as choir, as a choir rehearsal. Right. And there are just, you know, there are just as many details that you need to work out and, and things that I need to be prepared for before I get into that rehearsal that I need to actually lead people through the rehearsal and not just, you know, you know, not just going, here's kind of what we do. We just kind of go in, we listen to the worship CD, you know, to the recording of the song or whatever. And then, then we'll run through it and I'll point out a couple of different things or say, Hey, could you do this instead of that? Or, you know, we were missing this note or we need to do this hit here or, or whatever it is. And so like, so I'm kind of like piecemealing the thing together Right. As we go through the rehearsal, instead of coming in with a structured plan beforehand saying, these are the things that we need to work on, and I'm going to kind of give people the heads up and tell, explain what we're going to do, and then we're going to work on it, and then they'll know what to be looking for. You know, it's so much, it's a completely different approach, and it's it's backwards from like from what we always or normally do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, but and, that and, takes and preparation. Right, and I was just going to say, I think I think the the biggest thing here is is realizing that it takes more time and more investment uh, to to get. You know, you got to be willing to put in that time if you want to get out of it what what we should be getting out. And I think that's that's what I'm realizing uh, that you know being being a leader, being a worship leader, um, even just being a part of a worship ministry. There, there's a time involvement and a time commitment. And let's talk about that a little bit because, you know, I had some people say, say to me, you know, Kevin, you know, we're, we're all working, you know, 40 hour jobs. We have lives, we have families, uh, we have other activities and other responsibilities. Um, you know, we, you know, how can we, how can we honestly invest and commit the time that you're expecting out of us? I mean, and, and that's a valid question, right? Well, yeah. And we, it's kind of a balance because you know, in, in my mind anyway, we want while the, we want to make it as easy as possible for them to succeed, but at the same time, we we want them to feel like they're they're paying some sort of a price, so that so that well, there's got to be a buy-in, and yeah. I think when you pay that price, you have ownership, and, and that's uh, that's what I've been trying to work on uh, for for so many months now with my worship mm-hmm. ministry, um, because I, I I'll admit and say that. I think for a number of years, we we did things the simple way, the easy way. You know, kind of my my mantra, my idea was, uh, you know, the the simplest, the easiest we can do it, the better. Um, and so, so you know, we we would have everything kind of all set up ahead of time. You know, I, I would kind of go to the work to just making it very simple, very user friendly, um, and and that that's fine, that works. But what I'm realizing now is is if I can commit more time to it and invest more into it, and and if people see that and they respond accordingly by investing more time themselves, then you do start getting right. more of that, you know, kind of symbiotic communal, uh, um, you know, buy-in and relationship. So here's the challenge, you know, contrary to popular popular belief, we don't have all week to just work on that one thing right right <laughs> you know what i mean so we have all these other things these other some some are worship related administrative tasks some are just not even worship related at all right. i think so there's have, a mentality sometimes that people think oh you're a worship pastor so you spend 40 hours a week preparing for sunday right which is <laughs> which which i think we would love to do yeah you know wouldn't that be great if that was like wow that was all we had to do was we just had that one 40 all 40 hours or whatever 40 50 or 60 hours was just what we could spend it was just on the weekend but anyway that's a different topic altogether that, that is a different topic. so um so how do we structure our weeks structure our lives in a way that we can we can help people succeed when so um, one of the things that I try to do, and I've only been able to do it, you know, probably half a dozen times since I've been here, but I want to have the songs for two weeks from now up this week mm. on Planning Center, which, by the way, Planning Center is a huge time saver. Right. Yeah, you talked about. Yeah. And, you know, like last, I forgot to mention it last time, but, you know, it sends emails automatically, which is cool for oh. communication reminders that you can do some of those things like that automatically which saves time yes. correlation between the two podcasts Crossover. oh man you should Look listen to both of them so anyway <laughs> <laughs> listen to it so um but so 
but if I can, one of the, one of my thoughts is if I can get them up two weeks before they actually have to do them, they can, they can you know they can listen to them for a week. They can kind of internalize them a little bit more, and they can they have more time to mull over them a little bit instead of just having to cram all in one week to learn whatever the parts are for whatever the songs are that they're doing that week. And so so kind of giving them enough time, and, th- and that's a challenge because you have to work with the whole system. It's not just your department. You have to work with other departments and, you know, and the senior pastor and all this other stuff to get, get sermons laid out and well enough in advance where you are comfortable choosing the songs. You're going in the same direction as the sermon, not in a completely different direction. And, you know, so there are all those things that you got to work out, but it's important that we're at least trying and and I'm trying, I'm not succeeding, but (laughs) anyway, At at least you're honest. I am honest. No, but but that brings up a good point. I mean, time time management, and I think that's a big a big part. What you just shared, you know how how do we effectively run our time when we when we interviewed Jordan? One of the things he talked about um, that he does with his year in review is he you know pulls out his his yearly calendar and looks through uh, all the things he's been doing that year, and you know basically how much time have I put in this and how much fruit am I getting out of it? And I thought, you know, that might not actually be a bad idea to do it on a weekly basis. You know, if I look at my week and I say, okay, on Monday, I'm doing this, I'm, you know, following up, I'm sending out emails, um, I'm, I'm, you know, posting things online, I'm getting, you know, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, I'm, I'm, you know, meeting with the pastor and, and getting the order service together. You know, Wednesday, I'm, I'm working with team members and, you know, like, like if I start mapping out my whole week, um, and, and then look at what could I be doing more efficiently? And maybe, if, maybe if I do want to plan two weeks ahead, um, maybe I need to rethink how, how to manage my time a little better mm-hmm. for that week. So, um, Maybe maybe you could just do a quick rundown of your Monday. Me? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Just kind of just a really quick like it, it, two minute synopsis sure. or uh, one minute because we're almost out minute. of time. Oh gosh, two or one but. minute. Oh, I'm so stressed. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, real quick. So Monday is kind of my Monday's my my follow through day from from Sunday. Um, so I I get the uh, sermon from Pastor Mike. I load it on my computer. I post it on our website. So, so I do all that. Um, I'm handling the website and the audio stuff. Um, I I send out a an email to my worship team from that from that Sunday from yesterday, and just kind of reviewing. Hey, you know this went well. Thanks for your involvement. Um, and I also email out prayer requests every Sunday. We take some time. We take about a half hour every Sunday to just pray for one another. Pray for our team. So I like to send a follow-up email that just highlights the prayer request uh, because I'm trying to challenge my worship teams to pray for each other, uh, you know, to, to not mm-hmm. to not just like like worship, but actually like pray and live in community together. So um, I do that. Uh, I do our our blog stuff. Uh, we can review. Um, I start prepping for for that coming Sunday. Um, so I, I kind of look through Pastor Mike's sermon schedule. Um, think through some ideas. Usually, I call or email one of my worship um, uh, ministry um, co-leaders uh, and just kind of talk through, you know, what should we be doing? I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be better about about letting other people lead and letting other people pick music. I'm trying to be more intentional about raising and empowering leaders. So that's kind of a, a big part 
of what I'm doing. Um, and then oftentimes Monday, I'm recording with you. Yeah. Um, and then usually Monday nights, I have a meeting at 6. Uh, we have these church health team meetings at 6.30 Monday evening. So that goes from 6.30 to 9 o'clock. And um, when do you practice? When's your rehearsal? We, we do Thursday, Thursday evening rehearsals and then also Sunday morning. So we actually meet at 7.30 on Sunday mornings. Uh, and, and so, yeah, so, so we try to, we try to do both angles of it. Yeah. So anyway, so that's kind of my Monday, but all of that, of course, fluctuates and is oftentimes, uh, you gotta be flexible It's oftentimes interrupted with, uh, you know, things I, uh, meetings or sometimes pastoral visits or sometimes people coming in the office, you know, talking. Um, so, but, but that, those are usually what I'm trying to, oh, and I also forgot every Monday, I have an accountability group with a bunch of pastors, and every Monday um, I email out my accountability reports. So we have these reports where we kind of keep track of how much we're reading the Bible, how much we're praying. This is so much longer than two minutes. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's pretty close. Uh, That's pretty close. Yeah, like five, but that's okay. (laughs) But um, what I, you know, and so my Mondays are, I'm still working out a new schedule that, you know, I've been here like a year and a half, but I still haven't found a schedule because my work week is so much different than it used to be because we don't have, I don't have really four full days like I used to have. I have basically three because we have service on Saturday and Sunday. And so I, most of my time on Saturday is spent doing final prep work for the weekend, you know, so it's kind of still weird and definitely still morphing, but I do a lot of my, I try to do a lot of my creative stuff. It's a little quieter around here on Mondays. And so, so I try and do anything that I want to do creative. Like if I want to work on writing a new song, I'll do that on Mondays Mm -hmm. or, but uh, one of the things I do, we have our, our, uh, we call it our worship service planning team or uh, creative team is what I'm trying to start calling it on Tuesday morning. So by the end of the day, I try to make sure I'm ready for that meeting on Tuesday. And then I, I, I'm trying to make sure that at least by Tuesday, I have the songs for this week, for this coming weekend up. You know, I said, I want to have it out two weeks, but I've tried to give myself at least a deadline of Tuesday for the coming week that they're up and people can, people know that they're up and then they can go work on them. So, because our practice is on Wednesday. So if, if they're only up by Tuesday, it only gives them one night to work on it. If Mm. they have any, if they even have time to work on it on in that (laughs) one night. So anyway, but I think, you know, we kind of, oh, and I wanted to say I'm starting to use this thing called OmniFocus, which is put out Omnifocus. by, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but uh, what's the dude's name? Like David Allen or something like that. I don't know. Who is, anyway, I'll put a link or something like that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's like a, a task notes. manager, but it's a lot more different, a lot more comprehensive and better than just a task manager. And so I'm starting to use that and trying to trying to uh, work that in but um better make myself a note or i will forget it's a show note um so anyway just some some really quick tips i think this is going to be something that we have to come back um and hit maybe a little more thoroughly because i think our breed have a particularly hard time with time management well, I mean, there's so there's so much, and you're trying to accomplish, and I mean, in addition to all the the daily things, you're trying to, you know, do big big stuff. You know, I mean, big idea stuff where you're, you know, vision casting and uh, creative elements. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and and I think that that's where sometimes I I get overwhelmed or discouraged. You know. So anyway, just a couple of thoughts to throw out there 
maybe uh, to inspire you to to at least take another step and being a little more prepared. So I think I'm going to try and start working on maybe some kind of lesson plan or planning out my rehearsals a little bit better and 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 try to work on that. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll give a report on that and cool. the difference that we'll, it makes. We'll do so, a follow-up follow follow up. episode. So anyway, that has been episode 28 of the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. That's right. Thank you very much for listening. If you have some tips or tricks or how-to for how you can... Uh, how you can be a better time yeah. manager, or, or even an example of maybe what you do on a you know I I, that, yeah. I think that's part of what we're trying to accomplish here, getting this community, yeah. this network community where we give each other ideas and tips and yeah. you know we learn from each other because um, I mean I, I I know man I could probably my Mondays could probably be a lot a lot less stressful if yeah. I. Uh, well, and I learn you know I learn a lot just from talking you know getting together when we talk like this. It's really been. It's good to just kind of actually think through what we're doing instead of right. just doing it all the time. To be intentional. Yeah. Exactly. To work on it, not just in it. Yeah. That's from Andy <laughs> what, Stanley. What other catchphrases can we use? <laughs> Come on. But also, hey, um, if you have a worship song that you'd like to share with us, yeah, uh, please send that in. You can uh, you can send me an email, and you can attach it to the email if it's if it's too big to attach in an email. Uh, we can we can figure out a way. It actually you can even just auto you can right now you as a listener can become a member of our our worship ministry catalyst network and upload songs there so if you'd like to do it that way that would be great too really want to start getting some uh, original worship songs flowing i think that there's a lot of creativity out there in the world and we don't just have to listen to what nashville tells us is good music so uh let's get some of our own music out there and And, share with one another don't be afraid if it's not a perfect song you know Uh, yeah because because mine i'm realizing had a lot more flaws than, than i realized and you know if you're not the best singer or best player that is okay because just like you said david i think nashville has has kind of set the standard of what we should be listening to. Um, and you know what? Sometimes uh, worship music isn't Nashville. Sometimes worship music is real and it's and it's raw yeah. and it's dirty, you know? Yeah. Not not dirty like lyrically, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. rough. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, bro. so on that note. <laughs> oh boy. So anyway, share share your music. We'd love to hear some yeah. of your music and uh we'll definitely post it um, there. And and we're gonna share one of those a month, at least one a month. Maybe if we get enough we'll do them a little more often. Cool. So go to our, our worship uh forum, our, our worship online community, which is at worshipministrycatalyst.ning. Um what? You didn't do the sound. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. David was looking at me. Yeah, worshipministrycatalyst.ning. There we go. Ning. Dot com. Dot com. (laughs) Always go to our website and uh, comment on these posts in the podcast. And uh, you can also send us an email, David or Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. And uh, we hope to hear from you soon. We'll talk to you later. Bye.